Who is the angel of Yahuwah, commonly referred to as the angel of the Lord? The angel of Yahuwah has, currently does, and will continue to play a significant role within the scriptures and future prophecy. This angel called out to Abraham from heaven, stopping him from sacrificing Isaac, spoke to Moses in the burning bush, withstood Balaam, led Gideon, appeared to Elijah, interacted with King David, smote the 185,000 Assyrians in one night, and many more profound appearances. Some might say he's Michael or one of the other archangels, alongside many other theories. Today, it's time we found out, and I'd like to share a few points to consider. The evidence at hand and who it points to may shock you. Shalom and welcome brothers and sisters. Today we're going to talk about the angel of Yahuwah, who he is, and so many things surrounding this topic. I pray that you keep an open mind. I pray that you take this information to the Father in prayer, and I pray that it blesses you. Keep an open mind, and let's get uh, let's get started. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be basically just reading for you um, a, a written study that I had uh, conducted yesterday. I actually didn't even plan on doing this, but as I was going through the Torah portion, uh, I really felt like um, the Most High was uh, giving me kind of a nudge to go ahead and put this study out. It's something that I've been thinking about for years, and um, I know some of you have actually reached out about uh, the identity of the angel of Yahuwah. And today, I pray that um, through the scriptures and information that is shared, that um, it is confirmed with you as well as to the identity of the um, angel of Yahuwah. So as we heard in the intro, this is what uh, was already read for you. So uh, just kind of some of the things surrounding it. So let's just get through this. Let's go through this study together. And you can find this at parableofthevineyard.com slash angel. So let's start with Exodus 3, where the angel of Yahuwah appears in the burning bush. And the angel of Yahuwah appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a thorn bush. And he looked, and behold, the thorn bush burned with fire, and the thorn bush was not consumed. And this is Exodus chapter 3, verse 2. Here, Moshe encounters the angel of Yahuwah. Let's see what he says. Let's see what the angel of Yahuwah says. And when Yahuwah saw that he turned aside to see, Elohim called unto him out of the midst of the thorn bush and said, Moshe, Moshe. And he said, Here am I. So did you catch that? The angel of Yahuwah is synonymous with being Elohim, which we know most frequently as God. We will get back to this in a moment. So continuing, and he said, draw not nigh hither, put off your shoes from off your feet for the place whereon you stand is holy ground. And that's Exodus 3, 5. So holy ground, take your shoes off. This is not standard practice for an angel to demand this. Where have we seen this before? Only one of the time. And it came to pass when Yahusha, and this is Yahusha, the son of Nun. So as we know, Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. 
And Yehusha went unto him and said unto him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, but as the captain of the host of Yahuwah, which the host means like army, but as captain of the host of Yahuwah am I now come. And Yahusha fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What says my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of Yahuwah's host said unto El Yahusha, Loose your shoe from off your foot, for the place whereon you stand is holy. And Yahusha did so. And again, this is Yahusha or Joshua 5, 13 through 15. This is the only other instance of a prophet being asked to take his shoes off, being in the presence of a divine entity and on holy ground. We cannot ignore this. For identification purposes, let's look at the Hebrew word for captain. And when I say identification purposes, identifying who this angel of uh, angel of Yahuwah is and this captain of the host, uh, the captain of his army. So the Hebrew word is sar, and you can see that it was translated uh, to, let's see, four, it was used 421 times and it was used 208 times as prince, captain, chief, ruler, governor, keeper, principal, general, <clears throat> And here are its uses slash definitions, prince, ruler, leader, chief, uh, chieftain, official, captain, uh, and many other head of princes, um, ruler of rulers. So um, regardless of the exact definition we go with, it's clear this angel is the leader of Yahweh's army, his host. Interestingly enough, the book of Revelation tells us plainly who this leader slash captain is. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of Yahuwah. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. So a couple things to glean from this. Um, this leader of the army, because you can see the armies followed him, and typically uh, the army will follow the leader. Um, and so this leader is called the Word of Yahuwah. And this is Revelation uh, 19, 11 through 14. So this leader is none other than our Messiah, Yahusha. I'm very thankful that the title, The Word of Yahuwah, was used as we will expound on this in a moment. But let's finish up with Exodus 3. So what did we glean from this? Um, what am I getting at? The the captain uh, of Yahuwah's army, his host, uh, is none other than Yahusha Messiah. We'll, uh, we'll go further into this. So Exodus 3. Moreover, he said... I am the Elohim of your father. And remember, this is the angel of angel of Yahweh speaking. I am the Elohim of your father, the Elohim of Avraham, the Elohim of Yitzchak, and the Elohim of Yaakov. That's Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Moshe hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon Elohim. And Yahweh said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Mitzrayim, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And that's Exodus 3, 6 through 7. Notice the angel of Yahuwah proclaims he is the Elohim of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. At this point, you may be saying to yourself, Yahusha, Messiah, cannot be labeled an angel. He's much higher than this, which I agree. But let's not forget that the Hebrew word for angel means, or can also mean messenger. The Hebrew word is malak. 
and it was used 214 times. 111 times it was translated as angel and 98 times as messenger. And you can look up this word and how it was used for yourself. And many times uh, this uh, word malak was used for a human person that was acting as a messenger or an emissary or uh, things like that. It also translated as ambassador and uh, whatnot. So the biblical outli- uh, biblical usage was messenger, representative, messenger, angel, um, and here, Malak from an unused root meaning to dispatch as a deputy, a messenger, uh, specifically of Elohim, i.e. an angel, also a prophet, priest, or teacher, ambassador, angel, king, messenger. So my question is, was or is Yahusha a messenger sent from Yahuwah? Let's go through some scriptures. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. That's mess. That's that's messenger language, right? He he that sent me, and that's Yahukanon. That's John six thirty eight. Another one. Yahusha said unto them, My food is to do the will of Him that sent me, and to finish His work. And that's John uh, four thirty four. I can do. I'm sorry. I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. As the living, that's that was John five thirty. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eats me, even he shall live by me. And that's John six fifty seven. You know, you know these interesting words that you know that he eats me. We also do know that Messiah Husha is the Word, and we know that we're to consume the Word. We know in Deuteronomy uh, it was Deuteronomy eight, um, and this is the one of the lines that Messiah had, or one of the verses that Messiah had quoted to the devil when the devil was like, "Hey, if you're hungry, uh, change, uh, turn these stones into bread." And Messiah said, "It is written, for man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yahweh does man live." And so Yahusha essentially is declaring that he is the Word, and that people may live by consuming Him. Next one, I have glorified you on earth. I have finished the work which you gave me to do, right? So yeah, the Most High, the Father, gave this work to his son, Messiah Yahushua. And now, O Father, glorify me with your own self, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. I have manifested your name unto the men which you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them me. And they have guarded your word. And that's John 17, 4 through 6. So, what can we glean from all that? Truly, Yahusha, our Messiah, was sent by Yahuwah, our amazing Father. He accomplished his marvelous work and was and still is the most important Malak messenger ever sent to us. Thankfully, once again, Revelation gives us more understanding as Yahusha is the angel of Yahuwah. And I'm going to back this up further. He's not an angel, right? So it's not like an angel like Gabriel or Michael or uh, even one of the multitudes of the different classes of angels. So uh, he's not an angel, but the angel, right? And there's a difference. So it's much like Sukkot isn't a feast, but it's known as the feast. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little sephir, that's a book, open, and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot on the earth, and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roars, and when he cried, when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices, and that's Revelation 10, 1 through 3. So, 
One could make the case that an angel, perhaps even one of the seven archangels, could come down with a cloud, a rainbow, feet as pillars of fire, and perhaps even have a face shining like the sun, which these are all attributes given to Messiah. However, Revelation 4-5, through the throne room scene makes it abundantly clear that Yahusha alone was given the book to open, which we see here in his hand in this passage. This mighty angel is Messiah Yahusha. So now I want to go back to the very first time the title of the angel of Yahweh is introduced, which is in Genesis 16. This is when Sarah casts out Hagar from their midst. But Avraham said unto El Sarai, Behold, your maid is in your hand. Do to her as it pleases you. And when Sarai dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. And the angel of Yahweh found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarah's maid, whence came you? And whither will you go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress, Sarai. And that's Genesis 16, 6 through 8. Then this happens. And the angel of Yahuwah, right? This is who's speaking. The angel of Yahuwah said unto her, I will multiply your seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And that's Genesis 16.10. So the I'm quoting here, I will multiply your seed. Angels, even archangels, don't speak in this manner, as if they themselves make things happen, makes things happen. But the but the angel of Yahuwah does. This cannot be discounted. I'm familiar with the term and use of agency, being that angels can act as emissaries of Yahuwah and speak to people on his behalf, yet there is still a major difference with how the angel of Yahuwah speaks with authority. Next, Hagar associates the angel of Yahuwah as Elohim, God. And she called the name of Yahuwah that spoke unto her, you, El, see me. For she said, I have also here looked after him that sees me. That's Genesis 16, 13. So here Hagar equates the angel of Yahuwah as being El, God. We could end the study here as I believe the evidence is quite clear. However, this year has brought about a profound aha moment in my walk and I want to share as it pertains to this study. For whatever reason, probably all in Yahuwah's timing, I have stayed away from the Aramaic Targums until very recently. Upon reading them, many confirmations in general have come about, but especially to the topic at hand. We will be taking a look at this same passage in Genesis 16, but in the Aramaic Targums, which Targums simply means translation, so we're going to be looking at the Aramaic translation. And Abram said to Sarah, Behold, thy handmaid is under thy authority. Do to her what is right in thine eyes. And Sarah afflicted her, and she escaped from before her, and the angel of Yahuwah found her at the fountain of waters in the desert, at the fountain of waters which is in the way to Hagra. And he said, Hagar, handmaid of Sarah, whence comest thou, and whither dost thou go? That's again Genesis 16, this Aramaic Targums. Now here is where it gets very interesting. And the angel of Yahuwah said unto her, Behold, you are with child, and you will bear a son, and you shall call his name Ishmael, because thy affliction is revealed before Yahuwah. And he shall be like the wild ass among men. His hand shall take vengeance of his adversaries, and the hands of his adversaries be put forth to do him evil. And in the presence of all his brethren shall he be commingled. Yitharbeb, Arabized, basically I think just saying that he became the Arabs, Arab nations, and shall dwell. Now listen closely. And she gave thanks before Yahuwah, whose word spake to her. 
And thus said, Thou art he who livest and art eternal, who seest but art not seen. For she said, For behold, here is revealed the glory of the Shekinah, the presence of Yahuwah, after a vision. Again, this is still Genesis 16 in the Aramaic Targums. This passage unequivocally clarifies that the angel of Yahuwah is the word, the word of Yahuwah. Most of you reading this already know, or not reading, now listening, <laughs> most of you reading or listening uh, or watching this already know who the Word is, but let's solidify this concept as it gets really, really interesting. So in the Word, in the beginning, I'm sorry, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with Elohim, and the Word was Elohim. The same was in the beginning with Elohim. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. So this this is like power-packed for a little passage here. So that's John 1, 1 through 3. And of course, in John 1, 14, I didn't include it here, but it says, continues to say that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the Word became Messiah Husha, as we know him, uh, and came and dwelt among us. So I love this passage. It clarifies the pre-existence of Yahusha, his title being the Word, his divinity as Elohim, God, and the often debated topic of the father-son dynamic, which we... We fully believe that there is a literal father and son. I may do a follow-up on this, expounding on evidence that it was Yahusha, the Word, who has been interacting with mankind all along, starting with Adam. Here are just a handful of the nuggets backing this line of thinking found within the Targums, which have quickly become a treasure trove. And the word of Yahuwah created man in his likeness, in the likeness of the presence of Yahuwah, he created him. Male in his yoke fellow, he created them. So this is just simply backing up what John 1, 1 through 3 already said. It says everything that was made, there was nothing that was made that wasn't made by him or through him. So it was truly the word that created man. That's Genesis 1. And a garden from the Eden of the just was planted by the word of Yahuwah, Elohim, before the creation of the world. And he made there to dwell the man who he had created him. So Genesis 2 says that the word, so Messiah, created Eden or planted Eden. And then here in Genesis 3, and they, this is Adam and Eve, and they heard the voice of the word of Yahuwah Elohim walking in the garden in the repose of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from before Yahuwah Elohim among the trees of the garden. So this is backing a, a thought process that myself and many others have uh, postulated that it was Messiah Yahusha from the beginning, you know, in the garden, in the cool of the day, um, many other instances, and this confirms that. There is so much more to share about this, but for another time, let us take a quick look at the covenant made with Avraham. Thereupon was the word of Yahuwah with Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, for if these men should gather together in legions and come against you, my word will be your shield. And also, if these fall before thee in this world, my, the reward of thy good works shall be kept and be prepared before me in the world to come, great exceedingly. So this is a famous passage in Genesis 15, kind of thoroughly explained. And in Genesis 16, and Abram was the son of 99 years, and Yahuwah appeared to Abram and said to him, I am El Shaddai. Serve before me and be perfect in the flesh, in thy flesh. And I will set my covenant between my word and you, and will multiply you very greatly. Genesis 17, Aramaic Targum. 
This is monumental for our understanding that it truly was Yahusha, our Messiah and mediator, who has been with us and interacting with the patriarchs and prophets since the beginning. This Torah portion cycle, it's been put on my Ruach, my spirit, to study the Masoretic text, which uh, you know as the KJV, the Sefer, the TS-2009, the ESV, many others. Alongside the Septuagint, the, the, uh, the, that's the 200 BC Greek manuscript, the Dead Sea Scroll findings, and now the Targums as well, which are estimated at 450 BC. However, uh, but of course not according to Wikipedia. So if you go according to what Wikipedia says, then, uh, then it, it's not. But we're used to that. I mean, the Wikipedia and, and general, generalized theology have shot down uh, the Apocrypha, you know, books like Two Esdras, Second Baruch, um, Jasher, uh, Jubilees, and many others. So we're used to this. This Aramaic Targum translation is turning out to be a great study tool to test alongside the aforementioned text, gleaning a much better understanding. The passages above make the dynamic of the covenant clear. It has always been with Yahuwah, Yahuwah, the Father, through his son, Yahusha, always. His son, the Word, has been the one interacting with humanity ever since the beginning. And he declared it right here. This is when he's talking to the Pharisees. And he said unto them, You are from beneath, I am from above. You are the, of this world, I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins, for if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. Then said they unto him, Who are you? And Yahushua said unto them, Even the same that I said unto you from the beginning. That's a very bold statement and something that you might not catch um, otherwise without thinking about really what he's saying here. And what he's, and he's basically saying, What I've said unto you and to your fathers ever since the beginning. The beginning is the Hebrew word is Bereshit. I know this is Greek, but he's referencing Bereshit. Genesis, the very beginning, the first book of the Torah. So he's basically saying, "This I'm the same. I'm the same person that's spoken unto you since the very beginning. Pondering on who it was on Mount Sinai with Moshe, and who formed Adam from the dust, and who stood before Yahushua, Joshua, as he bowed to the earth, and who it was that spoke to the prophets when they said, and the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, I mean, think about like Jeremiah and Ezekiel and uh, you know all these different instances where it said, you know, and the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, you know, who, who was that? Who, who came, right? And many more scenarios, it was Messiah all along doing the will of the Father. This is a concept that myself and close brethren have been discussing for a few years, but now with plain revelation by the word. Remember, remember according to Messiah Husha, no one has seen the Father. And here it is in John 1.18. No man hath seen Elohim at any time, the, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. So when did the Son declare him? When did the, when did the Son declare the Father? So uh, just a little note here. My words, like my commentary essentially will be in parentheses in the next passage that we read. So this is a very famous passage in uh, Exodus 34 where Moses is like, show me your glory. And he's like, no, I, you know, I, I can't. Uh, so no one will see my glory and live. So I'm going to hide you in this rock. I'm going to put you in my hand. I'm going to hide you in this rock and you can see my back parts. Really, really interesting passage. But let's, let, with everything that we've studied so far, let's take another look at this. So, and Yahuwah, so again, parentheses is my words, Yahusha, not yet revealed, descended in a cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of Yahuwah, right? So he proclaimed him, he declared him, right? So remember he said up here, 
uh, the only begotten Son hath declared him. So, I'm sorry, uh, we'll go again. So, and Yahuwah, Yahusha not yet revealed, descended in a cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of Yahuwah. And Yahuwah, Yahusha not yet revealed, passed by him and proclaimed Yahuwah, Yahuwah El, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression of sin, and that and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and to the fourth generation. And Moshe made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshiped. That's Exodus 34, five through eight. So what just happened? Either the father came down and proclaimed himself in third person, right? So he's like, when he comes down, he's like, Yahuwah, Yahuwah is this. And so he either came down and proclaimed himself in third person, the father, or his son did so, which is what I'm leaning towards. Again, according to Messiah, who has never lied, no man has ever seen the Father, including Moshe. Truth is, Yahusha came down proclaiming Yahuwah and has been doing so and has been with us since the beginning. Goosebumps moment, right? So, remember, this is the angel. We're going back to, to the burning bush scene here. So remember, this is the angel of Yahuwah speaking. And Elohim said unto El Moshe, Ahaya, Asher, Ahaya. We know it as I am that I am. And he said, Thus shall you say unto the children of Yashrael, Ahaya has sent me unto you. And Elohai said moreover unto El Moshe, Thus shall you say unto the children of Yashrael, Yahweh Elohai of your fathers, the Elohim of Avraham, the Elohai of Yitzchak, and the Elohai of Yaakov has sent me unto you. This is my name forever. And this is my mention unto all generations. Which, by the way, side note, some people say that he's referencing Ahaya, Asher Ahaya, but he said, he continued to speak. He said, moreover, he said, uh, Yahuwah, Elohai. So the Yahuwah is his name forever. So, any case, so what we had here is the angel of Yahuwah. Remember, remember, this is the angel of Yahuwah, commonly known as the angel of the Lord, right? Speaking and saying that he is Ahaya, Asher Ahaya, I am that I am. So, drum roll. Yahushua said unto this is him speaking unto the Pharisees, right? Yahushua said unto them, Amen, Amen, I say unto you, before Avraham was Ahaya, I am. That's John 8.58. So yes, it was Yahushua, the angel of Yahuwah, who declared, I am that I am. While I'm still testing the Targums, the excitement level reminds me of 2015 all over again, when the Ruach HaKodesh revealed, well, many major truths, but two major truths, true scriptural cosmology, Effie, and the everlasting Torah. Praise be to Yahuwah through his son for revealing truth in these last days, which has become more delectable than earthly food. Behold, Adonai, this is the book of two Esdras, also known as fourth Ezra. Behold, Adonai, I will go as you have commanded me and will prove and will reprove the people which are present. But they that shall be born afterward, who shall admonish them? Thus the world is set in darkness, and they that dwell therein are without light, for your Torah is burnt. Therefore no man knows the things that, you, that are done of you, or the work that shall begin. But if I have found grace before you, send the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, into me, and I shall write all that has been done in the world since the beginning, which were written in your Torah, that men may find your path, and they that which will live in the latter days may live. Amen and hallelujah to that. So, P.S. 
here's a little uh, little something here. P.S. There has been a movement within this movement, uh, which I don't even know what you call this movement, Torah observance, right? Uh, I'm not one for boxing us on boxing us in with names. Some have strayed away by denying Messiah Husha. So some people say, you know, just Messiah hasn't come yet, or, or there is no Messiah, or Messiah is just David. There's a whole bunch of different things. So with all that we studied today, let's bring this home and give ample evidence to those who have gone another way, mostly due to a misunderstanding of the dichotomy of the Father-Son or Yahuwah, Word of Yahuwah dynamic, and misapplying I am Yahuwah and there is none else. And here's where the Targums really shine. This is the book of Isaiah, chapter 45, verses 21 through 25 in the Aramaic Targum translation. Tell ye and draw near, draw ye near, yea, take counsel together. Who hath declared this from ancient time? Who hath told it from that time? Have not I, Yahuwah, which again, remember what we were saying here is the word uh, Yahusha, not yet revealed yet. And there is no Elohim whatever beside me, a just Elohim and a savior. There is none but I. Now listen closely. Turn unto my word and be ye saved, all that are at the ends of the earth. For I am Yahuwah and there is none else. I have sworn by my word. So Yahuwah who says there is none else, saying that there is also his word. I have sworn by my word. The word has gone forth in righteousness from my presence and shall not fail that before me every knee shall bow every tongue shall swear surely he has promised to bring me righteousness and strength by the word of yahuwah in his word they shall offer praise and all the nations that are incensed against his people shall be ashamed now listen in the word of yahuwah all the seed of israel shall be justified and glorified now if that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, um, I don't know what else does. So maybe you can share some of this insight with uh, with some of your brothers and sisters that you may have seen that have gone astray uh, and have denied Messiah Yahushua. Again, mostly due to the, the multiple statements of I am uh, and there is none beside me. But uh, again, uh, mostly that is due to uh, Yahushua not yet being fully revealed yet. And uh, this whole understanding of the word of Yahuwah, who he is, and the angel of Yahuwah, who he is, uh, I think really busts that deception wide open. So that's why I wanted to put this in here as kind of a PS. So uh, may Yahuwah bless you and keep you. May Yahuwah make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Yahuwah lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom. So, uh, PSS, if you're going to test the Targums for yourself, I recommend, uh, I don't know, okay, I got to do some uh, editing here. I recommend reading the Jonathan Ben Uziel version rather than the Onkelos one. You can find it here for free at the Targum.info Targum text. So, one last passage, it's one of my favorites. Thus says Yahuwah, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am Yahuwah, which exercise loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says Yahuwah. So, brothers and sisters, I pray that this was a blessing for you. I pray that your eyes may have been opened to the truth of who the angel of Yahuwah is, um, the Word, Messiah Yahushua, who's been with us from the beginning. So, blessings to you, and uh, may Yahuwah bless you and keep you. Shalom.